ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my T Sharp B podcast, aka the Black Redness Rally of Podcast. You can be rocking with anybody else in the room right now, but you are here with us, and for that, we do appreciate you. It's your boy Pledge alongside my main man B. What up? What up? And we welcome you to the discussion. So, what's been going on, man? New week. What, what did uh, old black folks say? New mercies. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't heard that one in a while, man. Yeah. Just in and uh enjoying this Sunday afternoon. Got up a, sure. a little late this morning. Oh, I hear you. Doing this uh this going out thing. Went out to watch the fight last night at the bar. Oh, okay. So got home late. I wanna see like three went to Waffle House after that. Yeah, man, dude, you you uh still living that college life, man. Yes, I guess that's what it is, man. I was tired. <laughs> uh, we were driving from the the bar to uh to the Waffle House. Both of us was falling asleep. Oh, okay. So, dude passed out <laughs> on the way to the Waffle House, and I was like, man, I should take it to the crib, but my stomach was growling like the whole time during the fight. Oh, I hear so, you. But you got into. Cool. Um, it's the exact opposite. I was uh, chasing kids around yesterday. So um, I have one that's playing basketball right now. And I have another that started his baseball season yesterday. And so um, so they had both of them had games yesterday. And then had to uh, get haircuts in between that. So by the time all that was over, I was like, I had an invite to go watch the fight. But I was like, man, I'm not going to make it to midnight, one o'clock. So I was just like. Shut it down. Yeah. Look, I yeah, tried man. to uh, catch a nap. What was that, Friday night? Because we was like, man, uh, we got to we gotta get out here and mingle with the people. Yes. And, uh, went to finish editing the, the last video. And it do this thing where it take like an hour or something to, to finish mixing or whatever. So I was like, yeah, this would be perfect time. Let me catch a nap. Get up, be yes. ready tonight. Woke up at eleven thirty. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so everything was over. Dude was like, man, where, where you at? I was like, my bad, bro. I passed out. It was supposed to be like wow. a thirty minute nap. Ended up being like three and a half hours. I hear so, you. Hey, I don't know how people do it, man. Yes, man. Yes. What the secret is? Get out the house after going to work all day and stay up to about five. I wouldn't know, man. I'm I'm not that life, man. I uh, my running around is for work or for kids. I actually got to head to a uh, conference after this later on. So, um, that's my that's my life. Yeah, this larger man, dog. Uh, I hear you. That's all I got going on today. But yeah, man. Uh, so you missed the whole fight. You didn't at least see the the highlights. I saw the highlights of it. Um, as I said, man, I. I Knew it wasn't going to happen until I'm pretty sure it started about what 12 30, 1 o'clock. Nah, it started, uh, it was over by like 12 30. Like, oh, okay, it was, it was finished, you know, the little post fight talking and all that was going on about 12 30. So, yeah, um, by one o'clock, we was in the streets. So, I um, it started at about, uh, I want to say like eleven forty. Not too Decent bad. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 
I mean, I mean did, it, did it live up to the hype though? I mean, because I mean they've been hyping this fight for a very, very long time. So did it live up? I mean, I, I was, saw the highlights I was, of it. I was actually thoroughly entertained, man. I didn't know who I wanted to win. Uh, I was trying not to do the oh, pick the black dude. I mean, uh, if they're going against a white guy, I mean that's just what naturally happens. But a lot of people was like they wanted the white dude to win, like black people included. Uh, is it because of uh, Wilder's antics and, and his over the topness, or or what is it? I I just man, his his like media persona just like rubs me the wrong way. Like I know he's you know it's just his gimmick and you know he got to be. I like oh, what are you supposed to be a beast or are you a smart person or what what like what 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 am I supposed to take away from your interviews? Because I be yeah. like. You just being like 1992 rap, where you just be like a lot of energy, a lot of aggression. Be like, oh, uh, no, that's, that's what we doing. <coughs> what do you, uh, yeah, but yeah, but when you when you act like that, you got to go in the ring and, and back it up, though. And I think that's the tough part yeah. is that. But I'm pretty sure there'll be a rematch, though. Yeah, it should be. I know. Uh, I ain't watching. I haven't actually watched one of his, his whole fights before. Yeah. <clears throat> but this one, uh, I knew he was going to have some problems because the the Fury dude, Fury, was it Fury? Yes. The Fury dude, he got more technique to him, like fundamentally solid. And then the Wilder dude just kind of be out there, like just throwing haymakers, just trying to like. be. Wild to be wild, huh? He be, he be wild, dog. <laughs> wild to be wild. <laughs> he be wild for real. <clears throat> so I'm just like, just see who wins. I ain't had no, ain't had nobody to pick. So, uh, but it was entertaining, dude. The Fury dude was tearing his ass up. I was like, it's looking kind of bad, though. So it was like a decisive win, like no yeah, it, boxing it controversy. Was, nah, it you could tell by the end of the second round. Oh wow. Like, dude, he just was outclassed. It was like, uh, you know how Shaq used to play ball and just kind of lean on cats? Yeah. And then by, like, the third quarter, cats be, like, tired. Like, man, I've been holding this house up all day. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Fury dude just kind of kept bat-hugging him. And then that com- combined with, you know, he caught him a couple good times in the, in the face and the mouth. He was just tired. Oh. Like, oh, wow. Dude was, like, 40 pounds heavier, so. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, this... It was entertaining, bro. It's pretty entertaining. So nice, nice, nice. Glad I got out the house and, and went to watch it. Uh, yeah. And speaking of getting out the house and, and doing stuff, I mean, tell us about last weekend when you was up in uh in you know in the thought capital of the world. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what you call it? Capital of the world. Oh, which thought. Is the NBA All Star Weekend. <laughs> I thought you said something else. I thought you said thought. Thought. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. You know what a thought is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I know what a thought is. <laughs> oh, you do know. You know, you know they be flocking, though, homie. So, I mean, I don't know which one is. I don't know which one is in in their hierarchy: NBA All Star Game or Super Bowl Weekend. So I don't know. Dude, they be busy. I'm going to put it to you like that. <clears throat> uh, I don't know how. Well, I heard about how bad Super Bowl was. They was like stranded in the airport. Like it was too many of them. Oh, and, wow. 
You heard about this whole thing with uh, Diddy having like a a stripper thon party or some junk? Yeah, like the, like I heard about um, it was like the they was trying to like vote on the world's best stripper. That yeah, it's something crazy, and yeah. it ended up just being like a hot mess at the end of the night in regards <clears throat> to giving people their money. So oh. that was the hang up on that. But uh, dude, Chicago. Between me being online and trying to get out there in the streets and actually mingle, <clears throat> I ran into about uh, I want to say two strip, uh, not strippers, sex workers. Uh, one of them tried to play the role of a normal person. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the second one. Maybe she wasn't a sex worker. Cause she tried to come across as like extra normal, <clears throat> but then we had to go to uh, we was at this party, like a little club party. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, she met up with us at the club party, and we was trying to hang out. And you know, I still kind of got my training from undergrad, just be watching head on the swivel, just kind of keep me eyes open. <clears throat> she got the drink, disappeared for like twenty minutes. Like saying she went to the bathroom, came back, was like, drink, help me drink my drink. Mm-mm. Nah, hold <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no. She's like, please. Mm-mm. I'm straight on that. I don't even drink. Yeah. So regardless yeah, of the situation, a- I won't go drink out of nobody. First, I ain't never met you before. Yeah, that's a weird proposition. All right. Then uh, after that, she was like, uh, I don't want to be here no more. So I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And to find out. Cause you know they, she was trying to play the role of whatever the role was. I'm saying, but by this time, how much time had she allotted to 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 your affection? Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to say the day it was what it was the day, like Man. between between like initially meeting her, trying to set up plans, coordinate, and meet up at the party. It might have been like 10 hours, bro. Wow. So she was trying to, uh, I don't know if she was trying to get your boy set up to get robbed or what. Because <clears throat> when we was leaving, I was like, all right, you know what I mean? We exchanged numbers. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to go back to my room. We're going to watch the game. She's like, oh, you need a ride? Mm-mm. I'm straight. What? I don't need no ride. Because... In my mind, three things would go wrong with that. I'm a big black dude with this tiny chick, so I don't only want that issue. Yeah. I don't know the terrain at all. You know, been in Chicago like that. Yeah. And then uh, flat out, I was like, no, I don't feel comfy just like hanging out with you like the first time. Like, what if you try to be like, oh, that's going to cost you a hundred bucks? I don't know. Yeah, no money. yeah, man. It's a setup all around, man. Yeah. It's a setup well, all around. Well, it sealed it for me. Um, we was walking to the to the car. She was like, oh, you walk me to the car? So I was like, cool. So we came. The venue we was in, it was a... Uh, uh, now you come out the venue, you make a left or a right. <clears throat> it was a parking lot directly across. There wasn't nothing to do. So you make a right, go back to into like the city or whatever. And you know, kind of like uh, how Ebor set up is like one side... It's got all of the venues and the restaurants and the other side, you're going into the neighborhood. Yeah. <clears throat> so she was like, uh, 
Oh, I parked this way. So it was going into the side where the venues were. So we yeah. took like five or six steps and she's like, oh, no, I parked the other way. You turn around, it was a bridge. And then under the bridge, it was just dark. Like you couldn't even see where the cars are going if they went under the bridge. So I was like, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> Look, bro. Nah, I'm straight. I don't need to walk you to your Nah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, to the people out there at TV land. <laughs> I was like, look, was I not being chivalrous? I don't know. Was I out there wilding by not protecting the black queen? I don't know. <clears throat> but bro, I'm just saying, though, I mean, she took it like a deer or what? She was like, I, she, she, I'm, I'm good in these streets or what? She was like, uh, oh, okay, um, well, you just call me when you get get to get to your room, you know, like just just call me. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna call you. Just let me know when you get to the car. Yeah. <laughs> I text. I was like, yo, you made it to the car. She's like, I'm so nervous. I'm about to cry. So I was like, oh, man. Meanwhile, I'm halfway back to the room <clears throat> in the Uber. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. I don't know. I wonder if I'm wrong for what what happened because I felt kind of guilty. I was like, man, did I do something wrong by like not letting her set me up? <laughs> <laughs> she just hey. I don't know. I mean, but what whatever would have happened to you would have made for a much more interesting podcast. So if we would have had one, <laughs> if you would have had one, right? If I'd have I made mean, that, you should have took one for the team, though. <laughs> oh, I took one for the team enough. <laughs> the, she uh, it was weird. She was trying to come across as like, oh, I don't usually come to clubs, right? No, I mean, was she no. from Chicago or was she visiting as well? So this 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 the thing. This was like the whole time I was like, yo, what what's up? She was like, oh, I just moved here in August. So I was like, all right, that's not legit. <clears throat> and she was like, uh, you know, you want to get together and go take pictures? Because I was that's what we were doing primarily, like out there taking pictures at monuments and whatnot. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? That'd be dope. A local show me around, see some spots. You know, me and Drill is gonna go. So, you know, if I die, he died. <clears throat> so I mean, take one down. Two against one. Two against one. So I'm like, that'd be dope. And uh, we couldn't work that out because time was an issue. So when we got to the to the to the party, I was like, uh, yeah, I went out to the bean, got some it film was, footage. Was the party your idea or her idea? It was mine because we was trying so to make sure. So she was sure. tagging along with you. Yeah, she she met up with us at the party. So you know, at that point, you know, you still couldn't call it either way. I mean, the fact that she had dedicated ten hours or a full day. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I don't know if she was in that in the in the in that industry because time is usually money, and so right. if you dedicate that much time to somebody. I mean, I'm, I'm, it, it does sound like she was trying to set you up though, but I don't know if it was. Her, uh, <laughs> The proposition for we didn't we didn't uh we didn't meet up until the party we were trying to make plans all the way up until the party and so, so where did you meet her at how, i mean how did you guys like hit it oh, i met on, like, I, I met online uh it was at the bumble of tinder because uh you know i'm in the strange lands here i don't know where people be at up here either so yeah. i had an account from that <clears throat> so when i was up there i forgot i had it because mm-hmm. i don't really use it that much and so I just started getting a bunch of notifications. So I was like, oh, I forgot. Let me go ahead and 
put it to work because I didn't know where to go. I mean, the only thing I knew about was like the NBA stuff. So yeah. <clears throat> any other like the, the parties or we were just asking locals like the Uber drivers, the the uh, servers at restaurants or whatnot. So that's how I ended up meeting her. But I was like, uh, yo, we went out to the bean today. We got pictures, blah, blah, blah. She's like, the bean? I was like, yeah, the, the bean. She's like, yeah. what's that? I was like, what? You from Chicago and you don't know what the bean is? Oh, I don't really get out that much. I'm like, I wow. never, I've been here twice in my whole life. I know about the bean. <clears throat> I've never been to Chicago and I know about the bean. Right. Like, I'm like, red flag, right? So I'm like, all right. Yeah. So I'm like, well, how are you going to take me around to show me pictures of monuments, right? So I'm yeah. like, yeah, you trying to set me up. So she ain't read her whole handbook. <laughs> I'm saying, so she nah. know what to do. You know, to, to have conversations such, with educated brothers. That's what it is. I, I just, I don't even feel like I'm educated on that in that regard. That's just, that's like the biggest monument in the middle of downtown. How do you not know about the bean? It's a chrome bean. Yeah. It's like 90 feet tall. It's on uh, every commercial <laughs> that's filmed in Chicago. Every I'm like, what? You ain't even got to be from Chicago to know about that. Yes. But, uh, yeah, she said that, man. And then she was playing this whole role like she don't do clubs, which, again, you know, that doesn't say anything because I don't do clubs. But I know how clubs work. She was like, oh, I've never been to a club. I don't understand any of this music. And I was like, OK. Old, do you have a guesstimate of how old this young lady was? She said 27. Oh, OK. But she uh, she was playing that role the whole time. So. At one point, this was this was like the major red flag before she uh, disappeared. We was getting a drink from the bar, and she flipped, you know, took a phone out, was filming, doing the Instagram live stuff. Then she turned around and go, uh, "Oh, this is my best friend." So she showed me this dude that's in like Neiman Marcus somewhere, like a bunch of bags saying Neiman Marcus, Louis Vuitton, and he like showing his fur coat and his, his jewelry and his shoes, and he's like a real street flashy dude, right? So I'm like. Okay. She's like, yeah, this is my best friend. Whenever I go out, anything I want, you know, he got it. We just, we get some weed or we eat and we just chill and vibe. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is the pimp. Or, you know, the hand, I don't know what you call it. Is it the handler? Is that the, are they still have pimps? I don't know. I don't know. This is the guy that was protected. This is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, what you're telling me about your experience with this culture the club culture is in direct opposition to what you're telling me about this guy. Cause this guy, like this, all he do is be in the VIP based on this video you showing me. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this ain't matching up. So I'm like, all right, this, this obviously might be a setup, right? So then she yeah. disappeared for the 20 minutes, come back and was like, I'm ready to go drink my drink. And I'm like, nah. So basically you think in the 20 minutes she was getting her marching orders that's, uh, it must have been, how, bro. Of how the rest of the evening was supposed to proceed from that right. point on. Because when she came back, she was like, let's go. And I was like, mm, uh, let's go. So I was like, all right. So in my mind, the whole time, I, I had no intentions of being in the car with her by myself. So oh, yeah. I was like, well, it, whatever happened, I was like, I'm going to Uber and meet you there. I'm going to pick the spot, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so uh, we on the way out, bro. This is the last red flag. I was like, all right. Uh, she was trying to figure out what to do with her drink. And so she, we found this like little countertop. She just sat it on the countertop. 
And so it's like two dudes standing in front of her and she was like, excuse me, and put a drink on the top. And one dude, you know, dude shooting a shot. So the dude started hollering at her. So she stopped, pulled the phone out and started giving the dude their phone number and they started talking. So I was like, cool. This is my, my chance to like break ties. I forgot I'm in Chicago. I had to go to coat check and get my coat. So I was like, dang it. So I couldn't just like disappear. So that was uh, the second wildest part of Chicago. Oh, the weather? How cold it nah. was? I mean, the weather was wild. The weather was third wildest. So what was the second wildest? That was the second wildest. The first wildest was this chick named, uh, I'm going to call her D. I'm going to put the name out there just in case you see my podcast. Chick was cut. I met her. She was a nice looking older lady. Chicago native. She was the one that was like, you can get out and see like the people instead of going to the monuments and the events. So I was like, yeah, you got a point. So we out. And I meet her. And so we exchange numbers and we go to talk later. So she's like, oh, yeah. So yeah, I figured you went from around here because, you know, the good niggas don't be from Chicago. So I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, I figured you were just in town for the All-Star weekend, but I didn't want to holler at you because, you know, you like you might have just been one of the niggas that try to get you and set you up for some cash. And I was like, what? So she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. How you doing? What you finna get into? I was like, well, we're finna hit this museum, catch this All-Star game, and that'll probably be it. You ain't going out in the city. You ain't going to no day parties. So I was like, I don't really club like that. She's like, nah, you, you could have did all that S. Last weekend, that you doing? Come out here and meet the people and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So while she telling me this on the phone, her kids walk in, apparently. And she like, didn't I tell you not to wear them effing shoes again? I thought your motherfucking feet was hurting. Take them motherfucking shoes off. So he, the kid was like, wow. I was like, I was like, this is a kid. So the kid was like, no, my feet don't hurt, mommy. She's like, nah, get your motherfucking ass away from me. When you start crying again, go on, get the F away from me. So I was like, dang, lady, you talking to your kids like this? Wow. So she was like, yeah, my kid, some of his feet be hurting. And he had his daddy house and his daddy ain't buying no new shoes. And that's that, that, that S I don't like. You, you want to ask me for S and then you don't ask your daddy for S. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, well, uh, that's what's up. She's like, yeah, excuse my language, but I can't be raising no soft-ass son. You got to make sure he tough. And I was like, oh, man, this going to be bad. <laughs> crazy, though. Uh, long story short, I go to hop in the shower to get ready for the party. And uh, she called me three times, texted me two times. And she was like, yo. F you. So you don't want to pick up the phone. I'm going to just take my money back and I'm going to just go somewhere else and donate it to charity. I don't need to F with you anyway. And so I was like, what happened? I'm in the shower. Like, I'm reading uh, the two text messages. She was like, oh, should I get dressed to get ready to come to the party now? So obviously I can't answer because I'm in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Bro, she up and down, cussed me out, blocked me on everything, blocked my number. <laughs> and took a. Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, how she got this mad by herself in 10 minutes? I say, man, golly, boy. I say it was a bad weekend for, for meeting people. It's a terrible wow. weekend for meeting people. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, we, caught, we caught a monument, a couple, uh, couple monuments. We made it to the uh, Art Institute Museum. That was pretty dope. And then we made it to this uh, spot called Nevermore Park, which I got the hoodie from. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, uh, it's an artist dude named Hebrew Brantley. Uh, and he had a uh, a theme park inside of a abandoned warehouse, and it's pretty dope. So it's uh, the whole theme is about black kids and how they usually kind of be like not wayward, but you know they just kind of be out in the streets to themselves and don't really have much to do. So the ones that usually probably end up in gangs and this is kind of stuff the kids that don't join the gangs do. So uh, I'd encourage anybody that have the time to go out there and check it out. I think it ends in March, but they extended it for the All-Star Weekend. So I had a chance oh, okay. to catch that. But uh, yeah, Chicago weather different, bro. <laughs> different, different, different. Um, it was nine degrees. <laughs> nine, bro. Not nineteen. Not twenty-nine. <laughs> it was nine. <laughs> we was out there. Uh, we was at the Bean and they had these gloves on these knit gloves. So they, you know, they kind of porous or whatever. And uh, I had finished doing all my little footage, so I go to put my tripod back in my bag. So the wind started blowing real hard and temp dropped like 10 degrees. Like you can feel it changing like 20 minutes. So we like, oh, it's time to leave. Like it's time to go. We like trying to hurry up and leave. So I'm putting the bag open and, and put the tripod in and bro, my hand started burning. I was like, oh crap. And then it started getting like real stiff. And I was like, I got to hurry up and get the stuff in the bag. I'm trying to rush now. Dude, they started burning like real bad. I took the gloves out to look at them. Both my hands was red. And it was kind of like, you know, you put your hands in the water too long and they start to look soggy and wrinkly. They started yeah. changing like that. So I was panicking, bro. I was like, yo, dog, we got, we got to, we just got to duck off in any building. Like my hands killing me. So that, that was the day I was like, yo, Chicago ain't no joke, bro. <laughs> like everybody started disappearing from the park. Wow. And I was like, we were trying to leave, but I had my hands outside my jacket. So that was an experience, dude. <clears throat> that man. that's Chicago, man. Call it what Elliot. Uh a couple oh, nights. Okay. Uh but that was cool. Don't eat Harold's chicken. Oh really? Yeah. I just think it's bland. Ain't nothing wrong with uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> it just tastes like nothing with ketchup. That's why you had so many problems in Chicago, dog. You was talking about Harold's chicken. That's the <laughs> <laughs> They heard what you said. They, that could be it. Well, you say something bad. Bro, you say something bad about Harold's chicken. People look at you like you said, what? I'm like, man, is it really that good? Yes. It's the best chicken in Chicago. Like, oh, nah. I don't had it. It ain't that good, bro. I hear you, man. What you think about the All-Star Dunk Contest, man? Everybody pissed about Dwayne Wade. Yeah, man. Aaron Gordon got robbed again, man. That's his second time getting robbed. I mean, it's... uh. I don't know, man. What what do you got to do to 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 win one? I don't know, bro. I tell you what, the little Statue of Liberty windmill joint he did. Yeah, that. I mean, that was... I, I think he should have. I thought he should have won it a few years ago when uh, Zach Levine beat him. Um, but that's I the... definitely think think he should have won in this one though. That's the one we did the uh, jump of the mascot chair thing. Like, was it like under his that's leg, it. something like that? Well, that's one the mascot stuff. He was on the um, on the hoverboard. I mean, he did a few of them, 
And then, yeah, he did it. He did the under his legs and then dunked it. Yeah. So, I mean, he had some really good dunks that year. Yeah. I don't know, man. Cass is mad at D Wade. I mean, yeah, he was looking out for his uh, Miami Heat brethren. So, you think this will happen? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, they say, uh, Commonly was saying they were gonna try to make an end in the draw. Cause, yeah, you know, they said good. they said they had a plan to do that, but somebody went rogue. And um <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much that. What you think about the new format? The magic can't win nothing. I'm saying the magic <laughs> can't win. Not even a dunk contest. <laughs> Not even something that don't matter. <laughs> that's no, been y'all luck, man. That was y'all get from not paying Shaq. Shaq left on his own volition. We would have paid him more, believe it or not. But he left. It's all good, though. But, um, no, I thought the new format for the game, I thought that was really, really good. I mean, you finally saw a competitive game, which was very, very good to see. Um, Cats went at it. I mean, Cats was playing defense. Cats was taking charges. Cats was fouling. Arguing with the referees. I mean, it was it was it was a good way to go at it. It's almost like you know where you know you know how it is when you play pickup, and it's game point. Yeah, you gonna have to earn it. I'm saying yeah. there's gonna be no uh, no free free trips. So yeah, it was it was uh, I think it was a good change. Because um, I said a lot of times it hasn't been competitive at all, but mm-hmm. I can say this year's it was competitive. So how about that? Uh... Free throw. You think it should end on the free throw? I know a lot of cats are saying it was dope until the game was over at the free throw line. Um, well, I'm familiar with the Elam ending. Um, it's something that they use in a TBT. So I'm familiar with it. Um, like Tampa Bay Times? No. The basketball tournament, man. I don't know what that means, man. You got you to gotta say intro. You're not a, you're not a hoop year. head, man. You're not a TBT, bro? The basketball tournament. TBT. <sighs> It's a national tournament uh, every year. And um, actually, the TBT is coming to uh, Tampa, the Tampa Bay area, Polk State University in July, I believe. So I'll be on the lookout for that. Um, But anyways, so they use the Elam ending, which is where you assign a target score at the end of the game. And so, yeah, so with that, the game's canon uh, on the free throw line. So, hey. That's pretty dope, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> felt like the and, playoffs for like half a minute. Yeah, so the Elam ending is is they designed it that way so you always have um teams that are competing to the to the last point. So that's what the Elam ending is designed to do, as opposed to team they have a lead and they just run the clock out. The yeah. Elam ending was designed for teams to continue to have to compete to um score the last points. Okay, but <clears throat> certainly appreciate that. Maybe good see TV. It's affecting this. Yes, it did. Yeah, maybe great TV. Um, I don't know, man. You start seeing cats true nature come out toward the end in that fourth quarter. Cats start getting real stiff again. Yeah, man. As I said, it, it's it's been disappointing. Uh, LeBron and his lack of of, of clutchness. Kind of showed his um, reared his ugly head again, to where you know he, I don't know, man, he can't really make shots in big moments, man. And it's uh, as great as a brother is, and we're going to touch on him a little bit later on in the community standpoint once we get to back a reddish rally portion of the show. Man, we're going to figure out thirty minutes in. (laughs) 
forgot about that. So yeah, but um, but yeah, so but yeah, it was it was a good. I'm happy to hear that you enjoyed the trip up there. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe you got to go up there when it's not uh, the the All Star festivities. So you know, the, so the uh, goons aren't out, you know, looking for you. I mean, that's the plan. Uh, you know, L moved up there, so try yes. to at least, in the very least, go visit and hang out with him in the town. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it ain't fun when you keep running into people that are in the industry and not actually trying to link up with you. So. Yeah, man, it, it's tough, man. You got to be on your uh, P's and Q's. Head on swivel, man. I mean, if they just be straight up about it, that's a little different. You know what I mean? But I guess you uh you can't expect that these days. Being straight up about it, that's something we're gonna get into a little bit later on too. Yeah. yeah. We, the see, the we, only we, person you be you be setting us up. <laughs> that's what you call a teaser. That's, that's what, what it is. In, in in the podcast business. That, oh, that's that's a teaser. A teaser. <laughs> Being oh. straight up with it. I'm saying. Hey. Transparency, right? Just transparency. No holes barred. Just flat no. out say how you feel. What, hey. what you say? Say it with your chest. <laughs> so who, yeah. who are we talking about? You know, matter of fact, Black or White Israeli. Let me knock that out real quick. Black uh, or White Israeli. Okay, let's go. Who who you got? Where are we gonna start? We gonna start with the bikini contest or what? Dang, now you still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying so hard. I was listening to some no. of the old footage, though, and I'm like, "That's our, that's our highest rated segment." You know what I'm saying we got to get the people what they want. That's what they that's want. What they, that's what they show up for. You know what I'm saying so. I'm gonna give it to them. The Hugh Hefner on high, huh? <laughs> and I think, uh, I think this lovely young lady has made the the the, the bikini uh, contest winner before. So we got a repeat winner, Miss Issa Rae, uh, okay. with with um, the photograph, the movie, the photograph. And not it's not because of the, the the movie itself, but it's something that I did not realize until I was until I heard something about it. What's but that? black romantic movies, like which was like really popular in the late '90s, early 2000s, as a genre that has completely been has gone away for. About the last decade and a half or so. That's because Negroes only want to hear about crimes. I mean, but just think about it. I mean, movies like Love Jones, Boomerang, Coming to America, <laughs> excuse me, The Wood, The Best Man. Where have movies like that gone in the last decade and a half? I don't know. Name ones. The, let me let me think. Let me think. About last night with Kevin Hart. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess mean, that's, that's think like a think like a man. What think like a man, man. Think like a lady? Remember the, the oh. uh, Steve Harvey stuff that he wrote uh, off the. Yeah, they made the it into a movie. They made it into two movies. Really? Yeah, I mean, so some some here, some there, whatever. But you know, I, I think as a genre, that used to be something that we were really heavy in. You know, the Tate yeah. Diggs and you know. And the Morris chestnuts right. and all that stuff or whatever, but um, it was good to see you know uh, black romantic film come back into um, you know so these uh, young kids could um, enjoy the genre like I did. I, I ain't gonna front. 
romantic comedies, that's that's my genre right there. I know yeah, you, know, I'm, you got I'm Marvel you. comics and stuff like that or whatever, but that's <laughs> that's that's my lane right there. You know what I'm saying? So you, I think you're referring to Boomerang though. Like Boomerang, Coming to America, stuff like that. That like that's my that's my it's lane. Coming to America rom com. It is a romantic coming comedy. Coming to America is, is a romantic it's an comedy. Mo- it's an action movie. Because you had the robbery in McDonald's. <laughs> That's action. He's going to make it be a bunch of stuff. Go ahead. Sell, That's sell this. It's sell it. I want to hear you sell it. <laughs> it's an inspirational movie because you had the pastor. <laughs> How is it inspirational? <laughs> it's a sports docu-series. No, no, no. Back you up. had basketball no. and soccer. I need, I, need to hear, I need to hear this. What lines from Coming to America made it an inspirational film? Man said, I ain't come here to preach to see y'all. But what I see this. I'm saying. Uh, my dog said, so, uh, when Gilligan was on the island. Island, I'm saying. That's inspiration, dog. He got Gilligan off the island, dog. And, uh, it was a lot of motivational points that. I mean, it was a uh, lesson in geography. You had a cat come from Zamunda. <laughs> I mean, coming to America checked so many boxes. He said he checked so many boxes. boxes. I mean, as I said, in, in, in uh, cats nowadays, they don't, they don't get they don't get lessons like that. They get lessons on the hygiene tip. <clears throat> they was talking about in the, in the early part of the film <clears throat> on how to properly bathe and make sure the hot zones are clean. Yes. Oh, hey! Shout out to Giannis. This is a this is a bonus. He Who got that? Giannis uh, a tempo tecupo or like you know the the dude that played for the Bucks. The, the Greek freak. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Dog, he's really been riding this coming to America thing out with his shoes. Where? He got... Yeah. Like, he has the coming to America, the leopard edition of his shoes that has coming to America on the tongue. He has a soul glow <coughs> um, version of his shoes. And then he got the employee of the month with the tartan print of the McDonald's vest that uh, Eddie Murphy yeah. was wearing. Dog, he's been riding shoes, coming but... to America. Hey, look, uh, if he doing that, yeah. He got yeah. three versions dedicated to the movie. That should win him MVP alone right there. Ain't nothing else going to win it for him. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I'm going to check them out. <clears throat> I think I saw Yeah, the, he got three versions. Employee he got three the Employee of the Month with the, with the tartan, uh, with the red tartan uh, print on them. Are they, is the, the, the tartan print is inside the, uh, what's it, like the backwards logo on the side? On the yeah, outside? The, the backwards check, yeah. Okay, okay, I did. See, I, didn't know that's employee of the month. I mean, dude, I mean, how, how Nike just be winning in this, in this marketing and advertising game, dog. Nike, Nike know where them dollars is at, that's why. Them, that creativity is, is just off the charts. Yeah, looking to see who, uh, who be coming up with these little, little marketing ploys. Yeah. But yeah, but he he he's done it, and he got a soul glow version of it with the soul glow uh, on the tongue or whatever. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check that out because I, I can't I can't be sleeping on that. It's gonna make me look bad. Yes. Oh yeah. So, and then um, the community moment. I was gonna give a shout out to LeBron. Um, they announced that this week that all of the students 
that are in his I Promise Academy that mm-hmm. he's wishing would be covered at Kent State University. Oh, that is dope. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I mean, I think there's been an evolution of athletes. You know, we had, we had like, Jordan that come out and was uber successful in marketing and, and um, you know, and really growing the brand outside of basketball. And then right. you have Kobe that kind of took it to, the, to, to another level mm-hmm. of giving back, even though Jordan is starting to give back a little bit more now. But I think LeBron is taking it even further um, with what he's doing with the academy and, you know, making sure that, you know, these kids, um, you know, have a place to not only learn, but the, even further the education past. Uh, so those are my black awareness rally moments of the week. So I'll let you uh, give yours, brother. I'm actually uh, underprepared. Uh, I do have... One for the community awareness part. Um, speaking of Giannis, because you brought that up, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I want to say, I don't know if the Bucks are directly involved, but I, I definitely know uh, Giannis has been in, involved heavily. But the <clears throat> the city of Milwaukee and the governor, they have this initiative where they go back into certain prisons and correctional facilities, and they've been orchestrating a basketball league. And they've been going in and also kind of talking to the guys with, like, mental health and just getting in there, <clears throat> like, just kind of giving the guys something to look forward to. Um, it's, like, been a real big deal. That kind of came across the timeline this week. Actually, so, um, I don't know if you saw it, but Kevin Durant did a documentary on that. Um when he was with the uh, Golden State Warriors of how um, there are teams and even the Golden State Warriors had a team that went into the prison and, and played against uh, some of the prisoners. And not only yeah. that, but, you know, they, you know, they sat down and, and talked with the guys and things like that. So, um, you know, I don't know if that's an NBA initiative, but I know Kevin Durant did do a documentary on that. Sure. And actually one of the uh, players that was in prison was, had a real nice game that played D1 basketball he got a tryout with the uh, Golden State Warriors once he got released. So, word, okay, that's. <clears throat> I, I think it's awesome, man, to give people a a sense of hope because you when you lose that dude, pretty much ain't nothing else to work for. Like I, I saw one part of the clip, the guy was saying, uh, "You got to look at prison as temporary, but the success that the guys are having in the league and, and making the network relationships is permanent." Oh, no doubt. A lot of cats was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's a dope way to kind of t- to look at it. So <clears throat> uh, credit for that. Um, my bikini contest winner, I'm kind of underprepared for that. I was I was I was searching and searching and searching. <clears throat> I didn't have no any love for the no love for the system. No, I, I actually no I got something, but system, I don't feel like it's like huge. You know what I mean? Um Marsani, you know the 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 youngest girl from the show Blackish. Yes. Yeah. She uh cleaned up at the Image Awards last night. I think she won I mean, three. I mean, I looked at. I did, I'm, I'm not going front. I did not watch the NWACP Image Awards. No, I, but I, did I didn't watch it either. But winners, and it's like right. Blackish won eighty percent of the. Eight. Uh, <laughs> like I mean. Not only did they have Anthony Anderson <clears throat> hosted, mm-hmm. but Blackish won eighty percent of the um, awards. 
And I ain't gonna front. I think Blackish might be the best show on TV. And I and and Blackish is. I mean, we might as well just go ahead and say it. Blackish is the new uh, Bill Cosby show. It, to the point yeah. where, to, yeah. to the point of where you have Blackish and then you have Grownish, which is mm-hmm. the version of a different world. To where one of the daughters goes to college and you make a show about that. So I'm not gonna disagree with that. <clears throat> so I mean, and Grownish is a good show. Like I, it took me a while to get in on it or whatever, but yeah. they attack stuff like in a very real like way. Like the same way Blackish doesn't shy away from topics, they mm-hmm. kind of show like what's really going on. Grownish kind of attacks that way for I guess young adults or college age kids, like the issues that <clears throat> and, and the trials that they face. So. I mean, I, I understand the love for Blackish because I, I feel the same way, but like 80% of the awards, like, come on. Can you relate to the way they portray the, the the black college, well, black student experience from, from Grownish? Yeah, I mean, the, I guess the, the difference <clears throat> between a different world is that a different world was uh, was based on an HBCU mm-hmm. and Grownish is based on her going to a PWI. And so I think it, I mean, I think they address it in like a very, like, real, like they don't shy away from everything. And it's almost like, man, we, we talking about that. And like so, um, I mean, it's like, like they show like the, the drug use. They don't, it's, they don't like gloss over anything or make it seem like it's this fairy tale land at all on Grownish. So, um, so yeah, I think they do handle it in a very, in a very real way of what, you know, Black students experience when they go to PWIs. Hmm. Do they talk about going to the cafeteria, flirting with the chick at the door, and getting you and seven of your homeboys in to eat for free for three hours? <laughs> no, they do I not. didn't do that. I think that, was, I think that was unique to Good Eats. I think that, think was, that was a unique, unique situation. That was unique <clears throat> to us at Good Eats. And um, I don't know. I mean, they, we probably lost them so much money that would never happen again. So. Bro, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how we ran that for so long. It ain't even like we did it for like three or four times. We just nah, stopped by meal plans. Several years. <laughs> Wonder what happened to that young lady. Well, those young ladies, because apparently we had multiple friends on the inside. Yeah, it was crazy that I, I saw a young lady and I was like, I thought it might be her. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if that's the chick that he said that's up at Goodies. No that she she should be grown. Bro, we used to eat so lovely, dog. Like imagine, oh, for y'all that don't know. So we had this school cafeteria. We had what were like three cafeterias, but this specific yeah. one. <clears throat> that would, that would stay open. It would stay open like what? Until, uh, three? I yeah, think it was still three. three. But they ain't open till six PM. So, you know, you had to get you a meal plan to pay for that. But we had the ingenious idea some type of way just making a connection with somebody that would give us this card and we had to swipe so we have like certain amount of meals allotted to us per what was it per week or a month yeah per per week <clears throat> so we stopped buying meal plans because we we met this person that was just letting us swipe even though the card we didn't have a swipe though like I mean, at one point swipe. but that was when it was like the first because it was me you and will at, at first and we just started yeah. kind of bringing the squad alone? Yes. It's a nightly ritual that I just 
surviving right. ramen when we, noodles. When we when we gonna head out the goodies? Like that was the that was the thing. When we gonna head out the goodies? Uh, you buy buy a pack of ramen noodles, eat two of them a day, with some of the leftover sausage you got from the previous night of good eats. Get some barbecue sauce from Chick Fil A, and you straight in the daytime. <laughs> that's that's the, whole, that's the only thing you ate that day. So six o'clock, you go eat. Well, we're like six, and then leave, and then come back after eleven to get the breakfast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where. I don't know yeah, how they used to serve. Uh, they used to serve breakfast starting at what eleven. Right? Yeah, yeah. From eleven to three was breakfast. That's when all the chicks used to come out too in their in their pajamas. Yes, that that was a very underrated part of the experience, bro. Like yeah. either from the club, from the campus party, or just from the dorm room. Yes, and we just sitting in there, just hanging, wilding. I miss yes. it. So, so is yeah, that on Black Ronis? No, nah, they they don't have that on Ronis. I mean, they they like go to this like restaurant that's on the campus or whatever and you know they have to pay and all this stuff so they they ain't getting the real experience nah not the real experience <laughs> is not the real nah uh, I mean but students now they have a public on campus I mean that's how things have evolved so yeah that just means you spending money well I don't know somebody might be the right now I don't know if you can get by public with that I don't know how you run that on public are you talking about it you talking about a Jameis Winston situation yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, I I, I don't see how you can. Get, I, I imagine somebody's trying to figure out how to run that scam, but uh, I don't know. You know what? I did have a uh, bikini contest winner. There's a a young lady that went to school to become a lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, from at Spelman, but she actually. Started having a side hustle at a uh, ice cream sandwich shop, and it's making headway here in uh, or not Orlando, Jesus, Atlanta. She's gonna yeah. open up a second location in Atlanta, but her first one opened up in downtown Cleveland. So I'm supposed to be looking out for that coming soon. That was a, a local person that's kind of making news and so waiting. She's making ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, you mean like the ice cream cookie sandwiches? Uh, oh, okay. She's got these uh, concoctions where it's like, uh, it's like say the cookie, you, know, you got the two cookies usually, but she kind of made it like a bowl and then the ice cream and then the toppings are inside of that. So I'm kind of looking forward to that opening up uh, nice. sometime this year. But that was a big deal. Um, local grad, the turn of entrepreneur. So thought that was pretty cool. hot. And she looked good. I mean, the food she looks good. good ice cream Look, right food looks very good if you guys are interested in that it's on instagram at kathy sickle uh cat cat sickle but uh it's c-a-t-h-y-s-c-l-e <clears throat> so support that look out for it um if you have an a check it out yeah but back to this this candor and this uh yes transparency is what we want to call it transparency is that what we're calling it oh i mean you could say it's transparency but i mean it's just just saying how you feel that's how you feel that's how he feel donald j trump donald jalopy trump is uh expanded his travel ban list of countries 
Um, just added six more countries. I think he added them in the beginning of the month. He announced them in the beginning of the month. And one of the countries was Nigeria. And a lot of people were surprised by that because of such a close relationship that America has with Nigeria. Um, if you remember back in 2017, he called a group of African and black countries, shithole countries. And so people were really surprised when he added Nigeria to that list of countries that he considered shithole countries. Uh, and the ban actually went into effect yesterday. And so and that's been making a lot of news um, in the political sphere. But I thought it was funny, man. We listened to a podcast. It was like a, a quick interview with uh, an official uh, uh, that's in Nigeria trying to reflect the tenor of the news about the ban. And the young lady was saying most people in Nigeria that were polled, to be fair, they weren't surprised. So uh, apparently they like the fact that Trump is open and honest about something that I guess the world overfeels about black countries. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I listened to it. It was interesting because, I mean, I guess she was like, we know that that's how people feel about uh, Nigeria and other African countries. They just appreciate that he's willing to say it, which is right. odd, but. No, nah, I mean, you got to admit, I'm like, yo, I kind of, I can't disagree with him. Because Trump makes me laugh often. Like, oh, yeah. when he initially said shithole countries, I feel like my chair, uh, like this cat <laughs> just don't care, dog. He just, yeah, man. He, he, don't, he don't care, dog. And uh, a lot of people kind of like that you get the devil you know instead of the devil you don't know when it comes to Trump. Yeah, man. I, I, I equate it to this, man. Uh, Trump is that dude, because you know a lot of people talk about the economy, the economy, the economy. Mm-hmm. Trump is that dude that, you know, a woman, she she's married to him or whatever. Right. You know, he 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 let her know point blank, hey, I'm gonna cheat on you. I'm saying I'm a I'm gonna isolate you from your family. I'm saying every once in a while, you know, you get out of line, you know, I might have to correct that. But you go shopping and get whatever you want to get. And so, the woman is like, the woman's like, well, you know, I know he's not the best guy, but he's honest. He, I, I know what's going on and I get to go shopping whenever I want. That, like, that's how I feel dealing with Trump is for America is like, America's like, yeah, he's divisive. Um, but we know where we stand and the economy's real good right now. And I think people are willing to put up with whatever it is he has to say because the economy is good. So all is forgiven because, like you, in your analogy, you get to go shopping. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it is. It's like, like, we stayed in an abusive relationship where our needs are, our needs are not getting met. We're not getting paid any attention to where, um, you know, we've been isolated from people that you know, we once used to know and enjoy hanging around, but now it's like, oh, well, I, I you know, I, I can't mess with them no more. I'm saying because of this certain person has come into our lives. And but some people are willing to say, well, you know, my, you know, my retirement plan is good. You know, I got employment options. 
I'm staying in the relationship. But I want to I jump on this one aspect of what you just said. I'm going to make a joke. There's a joke that was floating around. Lil Duval on his Instagram page in his comical way was addressing the travel band of the Nigerians, right? And yeah. it's a meme. It says girls' boyfriend cycle, like the cycle women usually go through in their dating lives before they settle down. And there's a list of four people. And so the first person is thug niggas. The second yeah. one is entertainers, which is usually an athlete or a rapper, you know, any kind. And then the third one was a square dude, which is, I guess, a normal, normally employed person. And then the last person on the list is you end up with an African. Oh. And Lil Duval caption was, y'all won't be getting no African soon because Trump just banned all of them from coming to the country. Oh. What y'all going to do now? So I'm like, damn. So, who's going to be going traveling? I mean, shopping. Because I've heard, I've heard three different accounts of women in Atlanta hanging out in certain areas to meet Nigerian dudes because they know if they do certain things, certain tasks, certain activities, they're going to get a, a, a purse some Gucci shoes, some Louboutin shoes. So, I mean, so that them cats just known for caking or what? I guess that's what it is. But on the flip side, I got a homeboy that's Nigerian. He's an elder dude. Um, and he still go back and forth in Nigeria, but he's in his 50s. And he was like, oh, yeah. We, we also know that it don't cost us nothing to just treat y'all like he calls them garbage, but they have a saying that I, I I don't remember how you say it, but he like, yeah, if we just, we know y'all just money hungry. And if we just give y'all, you know, these cheap purses, or, you know, relatively cheap to them or give you a knockoff, we can just do whatever we want to you. And oh, so wow. I was like, dang. So I'm trying game, to, game recognized game pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out, like, I thought it was funny. The, the Nigerian band, and I thought that quote from Lil Duval was funny. And I was like, yo, that's going to affect some people on the ground. Though. Like, what? A large group of people about to do now. I mean, as I said, I looked at it as a as a bigger thing of um, of it's when when they said that they like majority of Nigerians, I think it was like he Trump doesn't even have a 60 percent approval rate in America. Like, right, right. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like, not even sixty percent of Americans approve of Trump, but sixty percent of Nigerians approve of Trump. Like, to me, that's like, that's what I paid attention to. And I was like, what's the appeal? Like, what are people not just in Nigeria? What are people in America? Why are we so? Um, and I and, and and I'll go ahead and say it, man. I think he's gonna win again. Like, I I hope he doesn't <laughs> win, but I think he's gonna win again. Like, that's just if somebody were to ask me. Right now, do you think it's going to be like, yeah, that, that's just just what I think is going to happen. But unfortunately, happen, no, I just want before I get that hate. I just want y'all <laughs> to know that I'm not voting for the dude. All right. Because I know that's what's going to come out next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, man, looking at this Democratic group that we got trying to vie for the, the nominee of the candidacy, I've kind of feel like. You do might win again because stuff ain't organized on this side. We can't I'm even get like, I'm just letting right you know right now, 
if 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 um Bernie Sanders is the uh the Democratic nominee, there's no way Bernie Sanders beating uh Donald Trump. We ain't we ain't got too many options, bro. Is that I'm a Bloomberg? Saying, I'm saying like people You know anybody gonna vote for him, unfortunately. I said I think Bloomberg has the best shot at, at winning just because you got you know, one billionaire versus another billionaire, you know, and and, and he's a bigger billionaire. <laughs> now, according um, to Bloomberg, he's the only billionaire. Oh, okay. He he Stop took shots. It. Yeah, he was like, somebody asked him, uh, how do you feel knowing that two billionaires are quipping like this back and forth on Twitter? And then Bloomberg was like, who's the other billionaire? I was wow. like, I mean, but even even he has some stuff that he has to, you know, straighten up and, you know, from from his uh, past positions. But I mean, as I said, just with with Bernie being so extreme on the left or whatever, um, I I just don't see, you know, that a majority of people, uh, you know, rocking with him or whatever. So, I mean, but as I said, there there is something to. Trump remaining, you know, to where people want to rock with him. So, yeah, it's, it's a sad affair, bro. Because to your point earlier about the sixty, what over sixty percent or sixty percent approval in the Gallup polls from the Nigerians that are uh, responding yeah. on the travel ban, I honestly think two things are happening. I think those numbers are that high because, well, if the numbers are true, let me say that first. They're that high because. The Nigerian government does not want to lose the business relationship with America, you know, for obviously for economic reasons. <clears throat> and two, they put them numbers out to say, hey, look, we need y'all to say X, Y, and Z so we can get this credit. You know what I mean, like, we need all the love we can get to come back in. Uh, for, for those of us that aren't, aren't aware, the travel ban isn't necessarily just for you coming in and out of the country. You can come on a work or a student visa, but if you're coming to get residency status, you can't, as of today, you can't, you can't get a residency uh, visa from Nigeria as a Nigerian. And so that, you know, that's obviously splitting up families that were, you know, working to kind of come join somebody or trying to return, you know, back and forth. Actually got to check on my home with it. Um, I was referring to earlier, but uh, after doing a, just a little bit of research, Trump basically flexing power because he can't get certain kind of information out of Nigeria when it comes to uh, what's it terrorist information about oh, I got you. just in the region, not necessarily in Nigeria. So your boy Trump so like flexing is this another muscle. situation where he's withholding aid to somebody? That's literally what happened. Oh, man. Like he uh, they had a situation where somebody in the 90s was messing up the aid that we were sending to Nigeria. And so it ended up being like three hundred and ninety million dollars <laughs> worth of stuff. Bless you. Mm-hmm. That we didn't uh, send Nigeria. And so he basically like, y'all don't give me this information I want. Y'all gonna stay on this list. And Nigeria kind of like, what? Hey, man, what? What you want, man? Whatever you want us to do, we'll do it. <coughs> so, hey, bless you. Uh, I, I just, I just think it's wild, man. And then for Nigeria to have somebody get on tape and say, "Oh man, we love Trump, man. We didn't know that was coming." <laughs> Dang. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say, bro. Excuse me, my bad, man. You get the Coronas, is you? Nah, homie. Nah. <laughs> you get the Coronas, there. Uh, I, I just didn't hear somebody bold face say, "Hey, we love him because we know what he's saying." What everybody already know. Don't nobody want to rock with us. So I don't know, man. I don't know people that's gonna openly admit to doing that with Trump. Yeah. You got your little clean nose. But uh we uh we bought out, bro. Uh oh, your girl Oprah did something good for once. She started oh, wow. this she started this website. Uh no, this book. What's it called? Oprah Oprah magazine? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's only been around for about twenty years, but Oh, okay. All right. I guess she kept it to herself and her rich friends. But she made a uh, website no, for uh, <laughs> what? Oprah magazine has been out for a long time, man. You oh. know the you know you know the the unique thing to Oprah's magazine. No, what what are we talking about? She's on the cover every month. See, <laughs> I saw just that. that. that you you saying that that's a good thing? If she was for the people, I'm saying it's so unique. The people it's the unique. It's unique. It's the AKA that's narcissistic. She created the magazine. Can't believe you never heard of Oprah magazine, man. I'm, I'm mad. Nah, you know, mate. All the good news I was about to say about the magazine go out the window. No, no, no. Say, say what you're gonna say. No, nah, I don't want no good press. There's a website. Oh that yeah, Oprah's like you, name like like you going booster up. Happened to be on Oprah's name. Happened to be on. They're talking about. Uh, like little events that are happening around the country in, in black America or whatever. And if anybody has a chance, uh, they brought back the color purple, not Oprah. Oprah ain't do it. But they brought back the color purple to celebrate the 35th anniversary of the film's release this month. And so they're going to be showing in theaters nationwide uh, for one day. So I thought that was pretty dope. I'm just to go catch that. Uh, yes. And just so you know, Oprah's magazine has been out since April of 2000. So you're like 20 years late. And she done been on every cover. And y'all keep buying it. I gotta check that. I gotta check that. I know for for a while she's been on every cover. I know for a while she's on. Let me see. How, if, self, if that's how selfish is that? It's just been her, Gail, and, and uh, Stedman? No, it's her. She ain't even put a wife on that? And a boyfriend? The C. What? We should we should end the podcast because I don't want I don't want that slander coming after me, bro. You the one talking about she do the narcissistic thing and put one person on the same. But she take the same picture every time. No, it, it's like depending on what's going on that month. Dang. That's pretty selfish, Dad. I don't see how you run that. It's her. It's her magazine. I mean, she like Bloomberg is his company. So what do we name it? Bloomberg, but he he's not on so what, every so what cover name, of the magazine. He named his channel. He named his channel Bloomberg. So you telling me it would be the same if Bloomberg put himself on every episode of every show every month? <laughs> That's like being on Bad Boy Label and Diddy being on every track. Wasn't Rick Ross on every track? No, what you talking about. <laughs> Ross will be on all the tracks. <laughs> the nah, DJ, 
DJ Khaled be on every track, though. <laughs> DJ Khaled <laughs> does DJ be on Khaled every be on track. <laughs> but they be on his album, though, so. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But nah, man. Uh, I did think that was pretty dope, though, to uh, yeah. hear about the 35th anniversary getting a, a rerun in the theaters. Ashley Cox coming to America. Have you seen the uh, play? No. Um, Broadway? Um, I didn't. It was traveling. It was down here one year, and I, and I caught it. Very good. Very, very, it's very pretty, good. It's pretty tough, honestly, bro. Like, I tried to rewatch the film. Uh, I want to say maybe three, two, two or three years ago, and I didn't realize how emotionally driven it was just kind of showing the plight of the African-American woman at the time. I was like, yo, this this is pretty stressful. I don't remember all of this as a kid. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's a movie bad. where um, you watch it, and then every time you watch it, you kind of pick up yeah. pieces of it. Right. And it's like that adds to, you know, um, how historically relevant uh, the movie is. So, um, so it's definitely one of those movies. Yeah, I'm looking at all of her covers. She has shared the cover a couple of times. Oh, so she's still been on it. That's what you're saying. She'd still be on it, but I mean, Gail, she was, of course, Gail was on it one time with her. She had Ellen on one time with her. Um, yeah, like, I mean, she's still on it. The only two people. No, I mean, she's had other people on it, but she's on it. Like, she ain't be like, oh, y'all can take it. I mean, but who else would, who else would be on the cover, though? I mean, you could have. Are you gonna talk about yourself? About. Okay, she gonna talk about herself on every page. About. Who else is worthy of being on the cover? Uh, I, I can only think of two other people right now. Two other black. Well, maybe three other black women. Well, Louis Farrakhan is not a woman. Louis Farrakhan, Snoop Dogg, Jimmy oh, Flay. Wow. What? Man. After what he said about Gail, you think Snoop Dogg on Grace the cover? He apologized. Boom. Some Oprah Gail ain't did. Boom. Boom. See? As I said. They can take a lesson out of Snoop Page, bro. I hear you. Nah. So, yeah. So, I'm just trying to think of, I mean, Beyonce. Yeah. Michelle. Um, yeah. Michelle, should we call it Dr. Obama now? I mean, uh, Doc, Dr. Obama. I'm with it. Dr. Obama. Rihanna. Uh, yeah. still, I'm still not there yet, man. I'm still not there yet. I'm still not there yet, man. I'm sorry, but how are you going to put Beyonce there and not put Rihanna there? They're doing the same work. Because Beyonce is way more talented than Rihanna. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. The talent as a vocalist, she, she definitely beats Rihanna. I'm, I'm with you. But as far as philanthropy and business ventures. There's a picture of Barack Obama on a magazine cover by himself. I don't know if that's a... That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So I She kind of had to put him on there, though. Like, how could you have a magazine and not put him on there? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to go with a uh, non-black woman, he would win. He would win? He would win, yeah. But if you're going to go with a black woman, you got to go... I mean... Ava DuVernay. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I, I honestly can't think of a lot of people that would be on equal footing or I would say that people deserve them, but as much as the list that we compiled, 
Harry Belafonte. Uh, yes. Who else? Uh, I can't think of any people, man. Yep. Especially since you won't let Rihanna get in that thing. I don't see it, man. I don't know what it is. I don't see Wait, it. Why you won't let Rihanna do it? I, I just don't see it, man. I, I just don't. Oh, no, man. That said, I understand you're popular. Yeah, you've made a billion dollars. She's been very successful. She's doing the same thing Beyonce's doing. She's just not married. She's just not. I don't know what it is, man. It, maybe it's, it's something wrong with me, man. Not not all of you guys can be wrong. It's something wrong with me. <laughs> That's what I, don't know, I, just, I feel like her and Beyonce, you know, they're in an echelon. They're in an echelon that very few women are in. So, oh, Monique. Dog, stop. <laughs> no. Stop, dog. Stop. Mom, they was stop. in a movie together, dog. Stop, dog. Stop. Here you go, dog. You, you, with the jokey jokes. That's what you see with the jokey jokes. I, I think Monique could be on the cover of Oprah Magazine, man. <laughs> they know each other. Oh, real talk. No jokes. Shade. <laughs> stop playing, man. Shade. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that Shade was cool. Sade fit the '80s, '90s celebrity. Sade doesn't fit the current day celebrity. Dang. Like, so, like so what no it means Felice to be a celebrity Rashad. nowadays. What it means to be a celebrity nowadays is different than what it meant back in the day. Like, no, um, Will Smith. Will Smith kind of spoke on it. Like, like you see how Will Smith's celebrity has evolved to where Will Smith used to be very secretive and and very, um, you know, not let a whole bunch of people in. But yeah. then he realized that that wasn't like that that type of celebrity is not a celebrity anymore like being a celebrity now means people know a lot a lot more and more about you and so that's what i'm saying about sade is that with sade just being an artist and that's it is that that worked back in the day or whatever but nowadays like look at somebody like alicia keys like alicia keys is totally different like we don't know just know alicia keys as an artist he's mm-hmm. a personality She's a philanthropist. She, you know, she's not as talented as Shadé, I would say, but no kiss, she's she way, way more popular because she fits the modern day celebrity. I got you. AKA no talent, but let y'all in your business. No, I'm saying, but she plays the game though. I mean, that's the thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. You play no talent, but let everybody in the business. I got it. I mean, like D'Angelo, like D'Angelo, super talented dude, but he doesn't play the the celebrity game. Nah, he don't. Uh, it's a lot Common, of people like Common plays the game though. He's playing the game. He was everywhere last weekend. Oh wow! Like, well, I yeah. didn't see him. I didn't see him in person, but and he was yeah, at he was every event. He was at every event, every uh, panel discussion. So he he was definitely definitely busy. Uh, dang, Angela Rye. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You, you you know how I feel about uh Hayden, all right. So uh-uh. yeah. T- let's talk about it. I don't know. No, nah, we can give a it, we can give a thirty minutes. <laughs> no, I, I mean Angela that. Rye is out here doing doing her thing and I think her voice is only gonna be amplified in the next um in the coming months due right. to the election. So right. um big ups to that sister. Yeah. Hey man. Um I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, I, I do feel like there are some stances that Oprah could take that she just refuses to take 
And I'm, I don't understand why. Like, she has a ton of power, but apparently not enough power to stand up against. But as long as she gives other people the opportunity to make those stances, like, there's things, like, she might think the same thing that Ava Duvernay thinks, but Oprah's like, I can't say it, but Ava, I'm going to give you a, a platform to say it. Yeah. So I can give everybody else a platform. So that's the thing is we can't knock people for not for 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 not using their platform when they give other people the opportunity to 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 say to to use their platform. So I said, so she might she might speak through Ava because Ava, this is your lane or whatever. I'm gonna let you speak on it. I'm gonna give you a platform. You can use my network whenever you want to use it. Oh, so she be on there. Yeah, I mean, Ava DuVernay, I think um, I think she's produced a few shows that have been uh, that were on Oprah's network. Okay. So I think I think that's the thing is that black people are like, oh, why don't you say this? Why don't you say this? Why don't you say this? Be like, hey, look here. I'm, don't don't mess up, you know, the, the money or the platform for everybody else. But I may not say it. But if I give other people the platform to say it, because I do think it's important to be said or whatever. But it just may not come from my mouth, even though if it comes from her mouth, a lot more people will give it credence and credibility. So when is she going to have somebody come on there and talk about what I'm saying? So say I'm the principal of a school, right? Say mm-hmm. I'm the principal of a school and I got five assistant principals and I feel a certain way, but I got to keep everybody in the school happy. But I know that, that you as an assistant principal, you you rock really well with the black people or whatever. So I might send you, I might send you out and say, hey, this is this is some of the problems we've been explaining or whatever. You got the ear to the kids or whatever. So I want you to handle this. So you you're gonna be speaking through me or whatever. Even though as a principal, it would get it would have more credence if I said it, but I gotta I gotta worry about the whole school. I'm gonna let you kind of, you know, you know, kind of uh you know, deal with with this situation or whatever because this is more your lane or whatever. How so would I that can, work so can, if the if the person is railing against a system that you're benefiting from? So you're saying that she's railing in? I, I mean, I, you just said no, I'm saying like, against, no, like so so take your. Your example. So Oprah might not be able to flat out come out and say, I'll make a documentary on Harvey Weinstein. But do we know of anybody that she's putting in place to make those statements? Like is, you know. That's the thing we, we can't know. That's the thing we probably can't know because she can't she can't put her name behind it because I mean as influential as Harvey Weinstein is in the entertainment space or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it could be something to where the Oprah Winfrey network, like, <laughs> yeah, it was nice while it lasted, but <laughs> you know, Harvey Weinstein could say, you know, she, she, and then if she don't have that platform no more, what good does that do all of us to where one of the few, you know, platforms that black people have had. So we just go to Tyler Perry house. I understand that, but I, I guarantee you that Tyler Perry has people that he can't piss off too, though. He owns his own studio. That was a big deal a couple months back. I understand. He, oh, I, yes, he does own his own studio, but I'm saying, but there's still deals that have to be brokered 
for he doesn't own his own network. He still has to go to networks and get his stuff on the network. That's true. Uh, you just touched on something I, I kind of ran into sometime this week. Certain people can't say stuff about Oprah can't say anything about anybody in Hollywood when it comes to movies and television, but she can only talk about other forms of entertainment, such as sports and music. And that yeah. might be why we only see her and Gail go after celebrities from other industries. So the, the theory was, you know, they're, they're not allowed to talk about actors and movie producers. They can talk about everybody else, though. So for, for those of us that are uh, in pledges camp, you know, that's that's something y'all can hang your hat on. She would say something if she could. In my camp? Yeah, you, my you, camp? Want, you want to defend the Oprah? See, I'll let you come on this show and speak about a system and a perception that goes against my beliefs. Every, every episode. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Oprah's evil, though. I just feel like Oprah is just something don't jive right with Oprah. Ever since Harpo beat her. Hmm. I don't know that. She she do I good know. work. She she do some good work. She I heard she be giving out cars and stuff on the show. It's a good thing, right? No, that's, that's not a good no, thing. I'm saying, I, I mean, as I said, I, I just think that there's at Oprah's level, you have to play the game a certain way. And yeah. I think she she's like this would just be my hope of how she's playing it is to where she's like, all right, um, let me empower other people to say what I want to say. So I don't lose the ability to give everybody a chance to say what they want to say. I got you. That sounds good. We're going to see though. Time will reveal. Cause it's easier to cancel one person than it is to cancel a whole network. That is true. Cause, they, Cause she can just write that one person off as a bad apple. And yeah. then if it's Oprah, it's like cancel Oprah. Was it yeah, was it was it worth it? Was it was a sacrifice a few for the many? Yeah, so all right. I ain't giving up though. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm gonna let it have it. Yo man, um we wanna touch on the NAACP image awards? Is that do we need a for some reason I knew nothing about it? Um, I do know it exists, but I didn't know it was coming on yesterday. Or... I didn't know it was coming on yesterday, and I was going through the guide, and it was on about 10 different channels at the yeah. same time. Um, but as I said, it, it it had no hype at all. Yeah, um, like, how, how no are we missing it? Is that one of those yeah. things you kind of got to be in a certain group of people to know about it or yeah like i don't know where they advertise that i don't know if it was strictly the steve harvey morning show or what like i don't know but uh yeah. I, like i don't know but as i said it, i mean for it did to not be, hear about the fight yeah, that was the only question i had like why would you again i don't i don't know how this works but from what i understand planning for events of that magnitude you would have to do well in advance. And we know the Tyson Wilder fight, I mean, Fury fight, Fury Wilder fight, was also planned a while in advance. Yeah. And so you and had no large swath of people. That was ultimately hyped. 
Huh? But yeah, I mean, I said that was ultimately hard. But right. Yeah, I mean, I think they just have to do. Um, hopefully, it's a learning experience, and um, you know, as I said, or or maybe, um, I don't know, maybe where they're advertising. You know, I'm not the target audience. Like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what yeah. it is. Like, like if it if it doesn't reach me, obviously. Um, I'm not the target audience. So. True. I mean the the Oscars, man. The Oscars came on. I didn't watch it, but it was on. You mean I like yeah. to respect it for a list of movie recommendations. Uh, I like to feel the same way about the NAACP Image Awards. Uh, you know, I did see the list of things that they recommended, and unfortunately, very few things on there were new suggestions. Yeah, I said when I saw a like, grownish one, just about every—I mean, not grownish, but blackish one, just about everything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> ain't really nothing new on here, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess we can't really lean on that for pioneering per se. I mean, I'm sure they got something yeah. on there. I don't know about, but we need somebody to rival the Oscars, man. If we still gonna keep claiming about the diversity standard, so they got to do a yeah. better job of reaching everybody. But so all I got, man. I'm I'm out. I'm out for the week. You ain't got much else to chat about, bro. All right, man. Well, enjoyed it, bro. All right, man. Salute to everybody online watching, online listeners, uh, streamers. Hopefully, uh, we can get the audience to grow. And uh, y'all check in and chime in with us a little bit. For sure. All right, bro. All right. God bless. Peace.